Hello and welcome to the Sisterhood of the Heartbreak Bands, which is run by Zuli and Miri. This podcast ensues heartbreak, friendships and everything in between. Zuli, introduce yourself. <laughs> I'm Zuli. I'm a design professional and a model who's now turned into a podcast producer and of course recently heartbroken. My name's Mary. I'm a scuba diving instructor, a corporate professional, an unsalaried and uncertified relationship mediator and a podcast producer. So Zules, why did you want to start this podcast? You know why I've started. <laughs> You've seen it up close and personal. Um, I'm on my own journey of healing and growing with the help of therapy, pole dancing and food. And this podcast seems like a super way of channeling all my pain into something creative and thoughtful. I love talking to people. I love narrating stories. And what better way to do that than produce a podcast with someone who has a resting bitch face 95% of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Meow. Jeez. I mean, okay, like, everyone does tell me I I have the most unapproachable face. But when you speak to me, it's the polar opposite. And you think the face does not match the girl behind her. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say something there. Yeah, all the time. (laughs) But... The reason I started is actually mm-hmm. because of you and other people, but you were like the trigger to it. I wasn't aware I was that hopeless, but okay, go on. You're not, oh, like hopeful <laughs> is what we're looking for here. But it's because everyone seemed to come to me for relationship advice. And it makes mm-hmm. no sense because I'm single and I don't even listen to my own advice. So I'm like, okay, why is everyone coming to me? But it was, I think it's because I have my head screwed on straight and I'm not wearing rose tinted glasses. I, I'm, I'm currently not in love or not interested in anybody i don't fancy anyone i just haven't got the eyes for it mm-hmm. and people come to me because i will give you a straight i'm uh, as you know i'm very up straight and honest i can't lie and it's also probably because you you see the grass a lot more clearer from the other side well yeah if you stand there telling me you love someone i'm going to be quite honest with you and say you don't you love the idea of someone uh, the classic yeah the classic the classic <laughs> the honest the classic be honest okay so um tell me what is your new year's resolution it was all like every year it's the same thing lose weight all that like try your hardest and all that but the main thing for me is what i did last year which i had to change because it was not helping is stop being a people pleaser Mm, it's never helped me and i don't think it helps anyone if people say that they're, they're straight up lying so when I met you in the middle of 2023, I, I you know, I was petrified of you. I <laughs> told you earlier. I only found out later when you actually, you, you actually weren't petrified of me. And then you told me how petrified I you were moved into the house and didn't meet you for five days. And then a woman walks up to me and she looks at me as if she's going to rip my head off. What am I going to do? <laughs> but anywho, I met you in the middle of 2023. And I, like I said, what I, what I thought of you, I cannot imagine you to be a people pleaser. So um, if you say that you, you were one for many, many years, I, I, I would want to know what triggered you to be one. It probably goes back to like being in school because I remember in school I, I was desperate for people to like me mm-hmm. and be everyone's friend. And then when someone didn't, I'd be like, why don't you like me? And then I, I would people please and it went on for 27 years and it did nothing for my friendships, relationships. Boyfriends would take advantage of me. And it would, it would make me lose out on like everything like i'd lose money from them i'd lose trust i lost absolutely everything from them and this was the main thing that just kept going back and forth like i was a people pleaser i would do anything i would sacrifice family time i would sacrifice 
everything. I would say, you got your muddy boots on my car? Oh, it's fine, babe. Don't worry. It's not fine. <laughs> it's not fine. You fucking clean that right now. Like, that's it. Like, it just, it wasn't helping. And then I flipped over. And you, I think you're the person who met me in the middle of 2023. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's quite funny because everyone says I'm unapproachable. But no one has said they've been petrified of me. I think possibly. It's it's probably because people do not want to come across as rude. I never told you the first time I met you that, hey, I'm petrified of you. I took some time. We became friends. We had this. When you essentially yeah. talked to me and I talked back and you realized actually she's not going to rip that my bad. <laughs> She's not that scary at all. I just have to try not to touch her things. <laughs> That's another whole loophole you go down. <laughs> but uh, was, was there a point in time when you realized that you're people pleasing? Or did it ju- did it just happen organically? Or did it come to you one fine day like an epiphany that I've been people pleasing, I should stop? It came out of my last relationship that I thought... Was it pointed out by someone or did you realize it on your own? I realized that this boy is just taking advantage of me. And I'm, I, I'm being made a mug of. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that relationship did end because I would still be in that rabbit hole of nothingness where it would just be me getting pulled left, right and centre, exhausted, drained. But I'd I'd be getting nothing out of it and I got nothing out of it. So I thought I need to change this because none of these relationships are working for me purely because I'm giving them everything they want and more. Mm -hmm. I'm not making them fight or challenge anything. So that's when I became this bitch. (laughs) The baddie. The baddie. <laughs> the baddie. I was in an era, and I've completely flipped eras now, where I was Bad in a healing era. <laughs> I was in a healing era. And you now... mean the baddie era. <laughs> you just like that word, don't you? I do. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it, the baddie. I think I should change my Instagram username from 19.tigerlily to, I don't know, 19.baddie. 19.baddie. Oh, God. You and that word. <laughs> Do you think you're a people pleaser or have like an element of people pleasing in you? Because from my view personally, I don't see it in you, but you might not show me sometimes. I think it's something I've grown up with. I I can't deny the fact that I used to be a people pleaser because I've inherited it from my mother. But uh, yeah, I do. I do have that trait sometimes. It's not visible all the time because I have reached that point in my life where I do uh, prioritize what I want over what other people want. And I have stopped going out of the way to do something for someone. Um, I'm, I don't actively do it anymore. But yeah, it does show up every now and then in my behavior. It's the sort of thing, if you notice that you're doing it, you stop it. But it's it's hard when it's been a part of your life for 28 years and suddenly you have to flip it because... That's the thing. Um, if, if if you make conscious effort, you can choose not to do it. But if, if it's something that's hardwired into you, yeah. it, it does take an extra effort to not do it, to, 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 to even realize that you're doing it and then stop and not do it. Because what I've noticed with people pleasers, if you don't do it and you have been a people pleaser, you get this vile feeling of guilt come over you that yeah. you shouldn't have mm-hmm. because you've got nothing to feel guilty for and you've got to you've got to bring that out of your system thinking I, I feel bad but I shouldn't feel bad that person should feel bad for the fact they knew I was a people pleaser and they took advantage of me but like it's crazy like but doing I that think, to somebody I think I have I have seen that feeling I have seen that feeling overcome my mum a lot of times. My mother happens to be a very strong woman. 
she's independent she's she's educated she works a wonderful job but because of her childhood because she's handled her family of i think three or four all by herself she didn't have a father uh she developed this habit unknowingly of people pleasing and she kind of passed it on to me and that was something that was taught to me by her that you know doing this is good if you make other people happy it's good because they're your people and that's that's a value that i grew up with and it took mm. like a lot of time to unlearn that to to really identify where it came from it is something i started doing during therapy in fact for the first 2 years of my therapy i did not even realize that people pleasing was bad yeah it's it's something that my therapist pointed out to me when i started telling her about how flawed my relationship with the person i was with back then was that's 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 really when i realized that okay this is something that's not good this is something that usually ends up with people taking advantage of me and me being unhappy about it but not expressive enough about it yeah just it. dealing with it yeah just dealing with it just that's that you're yeah, a people pleaser exactly that's that's i think that's where it came from yeah i i think the same because when you said about the therapist the same thing with my therapist she didn't say it in a people pleasing way because i think obviously that would that would sound really bad coming from mm-hmm. a therapist but in a way that like were you doing that for yourself or were you doing that for them and i'm like well when i think about it what part of that was i doing for myself that's that's probably because a lot of it gets foggy you don't really understand which of it is something that you genuinely want for yourself and which of it is that you want out of this regular habit of people pleasing yeah you tend to confuse the two sometimes but then you just go to your default and you're like i don't know what to do i'm stuck in a fog right now i'm just going to go to yeah. default because that's what i know best and that yeah okay yeah you can do that no you mm. actually can't do that but i don't know any better than to the people please at the moment and that was the hardest thing about this year but i think my mom also taught me to she said just be kind be kind there's no point in being horrible be kind but there's a limit to how people take your kindness for weakness yeah, and there's a, there's a yeah there's a boundary in place mm-hmm. And that's when people start stepping over because they think they can get something out of you, and that's something I think a lot a lot of people have to learn, and I've really had to learn last year. Is just like, and I've realised actually I gain a lot more respect from people when I'm actually like, no, no, you can't. That's very automatic because people then stop taking you for granted. They know that you have a voice. They know that you you're not afraid or you're not conflicted to actually convey what you want. Or exactly. what you or what you expect from them? Well, it sounds really bad. I've met other people pleasers, and they've admitted it. And then I've kind of thought, well, so easy to take advantage of you. And I'm thinking, Miranda, oh my gosh, you've just changed from this person. Don't do it. But then I see, I've I've tested it, and I've seen it done from myself when someone has said something to me, and I I've actually said, oh, actually, this, that, and the other, this, that, and the other, and I've <laughs> seen, like. Ashley, I don't want to be your friend because you've got no spine. You can't yeah. stand up for yourself. And I'm like, oh my god, is that what people think of me? That's so embarrassing. Like, no, I do have a spine. Actually, you can you can get lost. There's there's one little um, dodgy area of people pleasing. Um, a lot of people end up overcommitting than they can deliver. Yeah. Because of the habit of people pleasing. Because I I know some people who have such a hard time saying no. that they end up overcommitting and then they never deliver and then the relationship with that person suffers because yeah. the person was expecting something out of you and you just chose not to deliver it or you just couldn't deliver it because you were incapable of it that's why friendships have ended because yeah. you that's changed the person that's one of the biggest reasons why friendships have suffered 
my that's friendships. Last yeah. year, I ended a lot, the year before and last year, I ended a lot of friendships that just weren't serving me, only serving them. Mm. And now I think, actually, you just had you had no good effect on my life whatsoever. And I mean, if the people who know they are listening to this, mm. that's on you for losing. Because I think being my friend or being our friends is an honor. We're actually good people, but we do we do get used the wrong way and this is something we've had to flip around yeah with the help of each other and ultimately if if you do develop this habit of saying no when you want to or just owning up to how you're exactly feeling at that point you wouldn't really end up in a situation like that i remember you and i had an issue like this once where you were not here i was supposed to i i had committed to picking up something for yeah. you and i i had a lot of commitments that day and when when i said no to you you actually said that but you committed to me and in my head i was like yes of course i did which is why i do have to deliver because had i said no in the first place and told her that i'm not very sure about what my schedule is i would not have been i would not have ended up in a situation like that I know, and it took. I saw that, and I meant my mum was like, "Stand your ground, girl." Yeah, I, I like, know, I, I know, have to. I know, I have to. Otherwise, I'm just going to be. She said, "You're going to be in the exact, exact same position you were." Stand mm-hmm. your ground. She said, "This is not being horrible. This is being honest." She yeah, says, you absolutely. Need to learn the it, it was my fault because I did say to you that I will go and do it, and then in what I, I told this to my mother also, and then my mum was like, "Why did you commit to her when you knew that you had other things to do?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Yes, yeah. this this absolutely makes sense. I am going to walk five minutes extra and get that parcel for. <laughs> Have you ever been on the other end of taking advantage of advantage of a people pleaser? Um, consciously, no, never. Because once I identified that behavior, I I did not want, I did not want to be on the other end of the spectrum either. Um, unknowingly, yes, a couple of times. Um. It happens to be my mum a few times. It happens to be a few friends of mine. But I did make it a point when I identified to go up to them and tell them that you you can say no. And it's very recent. It's someone I, I met here in the UK. It's, yeah. it's one of my friends whom I lived with um, for the last year. And when I realized that, that that's what was going on with her. Uh, and it wasn't just me that she was overcommitting to. She was doing that to other people also. And just because she had she had trouble saying no, so I had to go to her and tell her that you can say no. Mm-hmm. You are allowed to have an opinion of yours. You can you can stand your ground and say that I'm sorry, but I can't do this for you. It doesn't make you a bad person. No, it no. doesn't make you any less loved. It doesn't it doesn't change the dynamic between you and me. No, our equation is going to be the same. It's just you doing something that you want to do, and me, out of the respect and love that I have for you, letting you do it. As simple as that. Yeah, it would be, you would gain a lot of, people think they don't, but you will gain a lot of respect when you actually say no to somebody. And the biggest thing is people stop taking you for granted. If you lose, yeah, the thing is, if you lose friends through that, they're not Mm -hmm. the correct people for you. Don't be sad, be happy that this didn't go on 10 years down the line and they kept doing that to you. Cut it off now before they keep doing this. Because I was going to like, you're going to lose more than your respect. Agreed. Do you happen to have come across someone who's taken crazy advantage of you through people pleasing? I've had... Like to a point where you felt like there's no return and I've lost everything. Yeah, with that person 100% now. Yeah. 
and it's just embarrassing to see their name come up sometimes it was i met him i actually met him off tinder (laughs) (laughs) sorry to to let you down i met him off tinder um when i was 21 i had just come out of a, a weird and strange engagement as we've spoken about <laughs> don't laugh at me am I, am, am I allowed to talk about it <laughs> not yet no, let's go no. through this story first <laughs> stop laughing okay. um and i like i had come out of this relationship and i saw mm. this guy and he was everything that i would You'd envisioned i'd life. envisioned yeah. and i was like oh my god you know what? i've been through all that and finally I that, that's him. that's usually what makes smart girls go stupid <laughs> too good to be true <laughs> and i was like okay look we we like i went on this date which now thinking i met someone off tinder when i was 21 like what the hell were you thinking but this on and off situationship has been going on for seven years and i finally put an end to it this year because he kept coming in and out of my life when he pleased he was in the army and in my opinion that's not a good thing might be an unpopular opinion take it how you will and i he just he came up with the most bizarre excuses and honestly the only thing good was the bedroom with him <laughs> nothing else was good except the chinese that's, he that's the one second time. thing that makes smart girls go stupid am <laughs> <laughs> oh, i just bringing on a list here and i just the excuses he used for the first time that we split up mm-hmm. he ghosted me and then he finally spoke to me and it was all like, hey, babe, really sorry. I'm like, don't use your smart little words on uh. me. But it was the sort of, the excuse he used was my granddad was really ill, which, okay, I understand that. But my ex got attacked in the street and I had to help her. Like, mate, that's the same as saying your dog ate your homework. That's so stupid. And I, my stupid little head, because I was so obsessed with this guy because he, he was good looking and he was everything i wanted and you were 21 and i was 21 and <laughs> stupid and and then it happened and we he called himself my boyfriend so i was like oh my god yes i finally found it now i think back thinking what a dumb girl at 21 to think that but i was 21 i wouldn't have known any That's different fine. but he just kept coming up with stupid excuses and when he did things to piss me off, like not reply, or read and not reply, or ghost me again, and then three years later we come back, and then two years later we come back and we start talking, I'd be like, oh no, it's fine, it's fine. It's not fine. It's not fine. You've annoyed yep. me. And finally, at the age of 28, I've cut you off out of my life. I really, I really don't want to hear from you anymore. Like, you, Do you feel like you should have done it sooner? Oh, way sooner. I shouldn't even mm. met him at the cinema. Like god knows what could have happened and i did some really silly things on that day which i think my mum was embarrassed about as you can imagine I, w- I was about to ask you that had you had you been a mother to a daughter or had someone you were a guardian to and if she were doing this thing what would you say to her would, would, I, you, I would, would say, you be like oh i understand why you're doing what, this i would understand would you let her do it would no, you, no 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 would no you support her if she'd do this i'd understand why she was doing it mm-hmm. But I would have a full-on go at her, which I understand my mum didn't do it at the time because I needed to learn. But mm. my mum did say, you lost all your self-respect that day oh. because you were so... Bad coming from a mum. You thought this guy was eye candy. And she, we laugh about it now, but I'm thinking, he will never be in my life, mum, again. 
because at one point when I was I came out of a three-year relationship really toxic relationship and I needed a break but I also needed attention at the same time because I just lost some sort of validation yeah I found him Mm. and we started talking again and then we had this sort of we had the situationship going it was really weird and like half relationship half not because he rebounds yeah. Half affection. <laughs> he doesn't know to the day that he was a rebound. I actually said, Oh, I broke his heart. I was like, No, hon, you're a If rebound. he ever comes back again, you should tell that to him. <laughs> Sorry, sweetheart, you were a rebound. <laughs> you that, were this rebound has gone on for too long. <laughs> yeah. Bound off. Bound off. <laughs> I'm a baddie now. <laughs> that word has probably been tallied off as the most used in this podcast. Uh, since it's the first episode from now on, everyone else can call me baddie, please. <laughs> Not accepting anything but baddie. <laughs> She's not people pleasing anymore, people. I'm not because I'm a baddie. Yeah, for <laughs> sake. And finally, this year, I, I just decided it would never make a good relationship in life and family and anything like that. Mm-hmm. Do you think two people pleasers can make a good relationship? I I think it, it'll be a lot more like two anxious avoidant tendency people coming together. It'll always be a disaster. Like, Neither of them would know where to draw boundaries or how to respect the other person's boundaries. It'll be it'll be very difficult for both of them to function, I don't know, healthily in a relationship. Just or generally thrive, yeah, thrive generally. I mean, one person would be busy pleasing all other people in his life. The other person would be busy pleasing all other people in his life. They both wouldn't have anything for each other left. So Well, they'd be trying to please each other at the same time. It would just be a constant state of exhaustion. Yeah. No self-respect, no boundaries. Just uh, the worst part that comes to me with people pleasers is that if and when I had children, I have to stand up for my kids. And mm-hmm. I have, and I think people have to do that too. And I'm thinking, I don't want to be that sort of person. They'd be like, oh yeah, it's fine, it's fine. It's not okay and I need to stand up and say something. Absolutely. And I also feel like growing in any relationship is a crucial part. Like people get into relationships to grow healthily together, um, be supportive for their partner when the partner grows. And that would probably come to a stop if both of them are people pleasers because there's absolutely no scope for growth if you happen to be a people pleaser. So. That's you, that's yeah. something that would be challenging. I feel like it would be just you'd constantly be doing that to them anyway, so it wouldn't make any difference when you give them praise. Yeah, you're constantly pleasing them anyway, so there's, there'd be no different behaviour. No, like oh my god, they they're really supporting me. Mm. It'd be like oh, it's just another day in paradise, isn't it? Yeah, and you absolutely would have nothing to learn from your partner because you both are doing the same thing. Yeah, literally the same thing. Okay, so uh, we've talked a lot about people pleasing. Do you have any more things to say, Miranda? I don't have anything more things to say. Do you, Zuli? No, but I've said it all. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've <laughs> said <rinsed>. it all. <laughs> so if anybody has anything to say, they can send scenarios, questions, situations through to our Instagram account on the Sisterhood of the Heartbreak Pants. And we will happily include them in the next episodes or anything else. It doesn't just have to be on people pleasers. It can be on anything that guidance, help. Anything at all. We're here to listen. We're here to try and help you out. Remember, we are not medical professionals. We are not certified professionals. So do not seek help, which is absolutely, um, what you may call it. Okay. (laughs) 